Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I told you to start off the first hour of the program, and I will continue to say this. We start the second hour of the program. This is the first weekend where I felt like sports, for me at least, was back to 100% normalcy. I went to a minor league baseball stadium. My 10-year-old wanted to go watch the Nashville Sounds play because Christian Yelich, Milwaukee Brewer MVP, is on a rehab assignment to AAA Nashville, which is their uh, affiliate. And he only batted a couple of times in the game, but it was pretty cool to be able to go see Christian Yelich play. And it was even better to be able to see the game take place because the weather was perfect, but no mask requirement, no social distancing inside of the stadium. Thousands of people present went right through uh, just like it would have been in 2019. You would have never known that COVID had ever been a thing at the baseball stadium on uh, Sunday afternoon. Went right through the crowd. I had all three of my kids there. Wife was with me. One of the kids had a friend with them. So we had four kids, six of us together. Everybody was sitting close together. There was no restriction whatsoever. No social distancing in the crowd. Um no mask required at all, not even the cosmetic theater masking where, you know, you walk into a restaurant and they're like, hey, you need a mask. And then you walk like five steps and you sit down and you take your mask off. There was no requirement that you even have a mask with you at all. It felt 100% normal to me. 
absolutely fantastic, absolutely phenomenal experience. It's the first time I went to NFL games. I went to college football, went to college basketball. All of them required masks. Uh, It definitely felt strange compared to normal. This felt 100% normal. So I don't know how many of you have gotten to experience anything like that in the world of sports, but it's coming soon to a city or state near you. Also, we are officially into another wacky season of the NBA and the NHL playoffs. Not as wacky as last year when they played inside of the bubble, but still kind of a wacky scenario. For those of you waking up that haven't paid attention, big game Wednesday night, Lakers going up against the Warriors for the seven seed. It's going to be a monster story. It'll get 90% of the attention. Steph Curry and Draymond Green going up against uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Whoever wins that game on Wednesday night is the number seven overall seed. Whoever loses gets another opportunity to win a game. They will play the winner of the 9-10 seed matchup, which will be the uh, the 10 seed are the Spurs and the 9 seed are the, uh, are the Memphis Grizzlies. So put simply, if you are in the 7-8 matchup, you only have to win one game in order to go to the playoffs. Win that 7-8 matchup, you're in as the 7 seed. If you are the 8 seed, you have to sorry if you're yeah if you're in the 7-8 matchup if you lose that game you then also have to lose to whoever wins the other game so if you're in the 9-10 game you have to win two games to make the playoffs and you would be the 8 seed if you are in the 7-8 seed you have to lose two games to avoid making the actual playoffs so that is what's going on tomorrow is the eastern conference games So in the Eastern Conference, we have got the Hornets playing the Pacers. That's the 9 and the 10 game. Whoever loses the Hornets-Pacers game, their season is over. Whoever wins, they will play the loser of Wizards-Celtics. The winner of Wizards-Celtics is in the playoffs. They are the 7th seed. The loser of that game gets to play the winner of the 9-10 game, and whoever wins that one will be your 8th seed. I think most people can probably follow along with what I just said, but it is, I think, fairly confusing, especially for people that haven't experienced any uh, of these scenarios before, which is everyone. NHL playoffs, we were just talking about, by the way, biggest controversy is Canada and the fact that they haven't actually confirmed that Canadian teams are going to be able to play American teams, that that's going to be permissible in any way. So that is kind of a big deal. Biggest deal of all this week, the biggest game, I would say, will be Wednesday night, Steph Curry, Draymond Green going up against LeBron James and Anthony Davis. The NBA is desperate for LeBron James to make the playoffs, for LeBron James to win as many series as he possibly can because people pay more attention to LeBron than they do anybody else, but... If Adam Silver were getting to pick exactly how this scenario would go, I would imagine that he would say, I want the Lakers and the Warriors to be in the playoffs because Steph Curry also brings a big uh, interest. 
And so if I'm a Grizz fan or I am a Spurs fan, whoever wins that game, I am anticipating the full-on Tim Donahue treatment for that team. There is no way the NBA wants either the Grizz or the Spurs in over the Lakers or the Warriors. No way. That's a Friday night game, by the way. Winner of Spurs-Grizz going up against the loser of Warriors and Lakers. Dub, as a Spurs fan, we were just talking about this in the first hour, you have to be so nervous about the idea that you would have any chance of winning this game. It would take something pretty special because I think the winner of the 9-10 game, like you just stated, is going to have their opponent on the court. They are so the, far behind from the officiating. Yeah, it, it's, they'd have to win by 10 to win by one, if you know what I mean. I mean, that's the kind of performance it's going to take. And the NBA doesn't make it easier to have like full trust in them because of all the Tim Donahue scandals and everything else. I think other leagues, there are officials who make errors. The NBA, for whatever reason, it feels oftentimes like the WWE. Right, The official looks away and misses something important. The players are always lobbying, just like in a WWE match. You're like, man, why didn't you, you know, get the three count faster? Why didn't you? There's always like this, this idea, same thing with the coaches and the players, that all of the officials are always being lobbied. It oftentimes spirals into the public, uh, the officiating controversies. It gets in the back of everybody's mind. It is, it is fascinating to watch. When we come back, we're going to be joined by my buddy Chad Withrow. He's on the Outkick 360. Bunch to dive into with him, uh, including the challenges of Little League baseball coaching. Trust me on this. We'll talk with him next. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Bring in now the Outkick 360's own Chad Withrow at the Chad Withrow on Twitter. How many Little League games have you been to in recent history here of late? Because we had a lot of rain, Chad, and I'll give you a, my, my sort of life in a nutshell. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Little League baseball games. Then we had Sunday, I went to the uh, the Sounds game, AAA minor league baseball Tonight, we are back with another baseball game. I feel like it's like the major leagues all of a sudden. I mean, when you got five games in six days, it's pretty crazy. And also, we have been outscored the last three Little League baseball games 35-3. to I mean, it is, oh. it, it is the most brutal <laughs> games to have to sit through. We lost 15-1, to 7-1. to 13 to 1 in the most recent three games the thursday friday saturday i'm the assistant coach i've got no idea what to say at the end of the games like you know when you're like trying to give a pep talk to the kids 35 to 3 is tough to pull off in little league now we're not at bad news bears total disaster we've played i think 12 games 
and we're sitting at five, six, and one, and now we're into the postseason. Everybody advances to the postseason baseball tournament. But I don't even know what to say at this point at the end of the games. Like when your team gathers around you, you know, like on one knee at the end of the game, 35 to three is tough to come back from. Clay, uh, we could spend this whole segment talking about Little League baseball and, and softball. So your your son, who plays, is a little bit older than, than my daughter. Yeah, he's ten. Five, and I've got five a ten-year-old and, and a six-year-old playing, but I'm coaching the ten-year-old team. Yeah, so you're in a lot more games. You're doubling up. So I, I've got a five-year-old playing five and six-year-old t-ball softball right now and because of rainouts and because the park that we play at was actually flooded for a time so we had three straight weeks off last week alone it was tuesday thursday saturday monday thursday saturday we play again tonight and then we play again saturday i think in the start of our uh, tournament there's six teams in our league we're probably fourth out of six teams, we played a team on Saturday we're competitive against and lost twenty to fourteen. Yeah, uh, in, in T ball, it's either six runs a battle. or three outs. Yeah, whichever comes first, and it was fourteen all headed in the last inning, and it was a disastrous final inning uh, for our team. They gave up six runs and didn't score any, and lost twenty to fourteen. But yeah, there are so many little battles uh, that you psychologically have to fight when you're coaching uh, Little League Baseball. Or, or in my case, T-ball, where the final score shouldn't matter, but whenever parents get involved and you have the least bit of competitive spirit, it's always going to matter I can't a believe bit. they even and keep how, score in How to league. handle five- and six-year-old – well, they don't for half the league, but then how to handle five- and six-year-old girls that, especially on school nights and after school Saturdays, we have their attention for three innings. We play four innings. Yeah. We usually they're good for three innings. On weeknight games – Forget about it. And I'm getting so frustrated because we're playing a team last week. I mean, they looked like uh, uh, the, you know, the, the, the Seattle Mariners the year they broke the, the wins record <laughs> out there. They've won the league the last yeah. three years. Every single one of the girls just hitting frozen ropes to infielders. <laughs> and our girls aren't paying a lick of attention. You're worried and they're going to the get a first hit. Inning, yeah. I go to the dugout and I say, girls, there is zero excuse to not pay attention tonight. They are hitting every pitch from their coach. <laughs> I can understand when you're sitting there in the field, you start playing with sandcastles because no one's hitting it, but literally every single player was hitting a line drive right out. Yeah. I was having to move players out of the infield that weren't paying attention. I'm putting girls from the outfield into the infield. I mean, it was a complete uh, disaster. It's fun. You know, once you sit back and you have the moments where it's, it's good and something great happens in a game, it feels really good, but when you have that competitive drive, it can be so frustrating at times. I know every little league parent out there, especially ones that coach like you and I, yeah, are are sharing the same battle that we are there's, right now. There's such a fine line between, and sometimes I probably like. So I'll give you a couple of examples in the 35 to three beatdown that that we have been in the midst of. <laughs> uh, we had a uh, hitter up, and not our not our team hitting. We were pitching. And one of the kids hit it, and it didn't leave the dirt. Like there's like uh, you know grass on the field. It's not a full. Uh, it's not a full dirt infield. It did not leave yeah. the dirt. You know, there's like a semicircle of dirt right in front of the uh, right in front of the plate. Didn't leave the dirt. Our catcher picks it up, hums it down towards first, misses the first baseman by like three feet. <laughs> The ball, nobody backs up. Nobody backs up. The right fielder is like playing with dandelions or whatever. The ball rolls all the way to the fence. The kid who hit the ball 
is probably would run like a nine second 40. I mean, it is the slowest jog around the bed, or, you know, like whatever the equivalent of a nine second 40 for an adult would be. It is the slowest run. And I'm just standing there. We can't get the ball in field, right? And then the, the we have like, deer and headlights moments in the outfield virtually every time that the ball gets into the outfield the kids pick it up and they don't throw it right they just stand there like frozen unaware of what to do with the ball and so this kid is just motoring around I mean he's literally hit the ball one foot one foot and you know our our inning we give up five runs and then the inning is out so this kid I'm like surely they're gonna stop him at third base they don't stop him and so he's just chugging around the base paths and I'm thinking how is it possible that we can't get this kid out I mean it is like and, and so he gets a home run and so they come running off the field because that's five runs. And before they can even get off the field, I'm like, are we five? Are we five years old? You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm letting them have it. I'm like, the guy just hit it one foot and got a home run oh. on us. Like, he ran the whole the whole oh. field. I was like, and then uh, and then the head coach is like, okay. You know, like. <laughs> you know, he's got to bring him. He's got to bring him. Yeah, he's got to rein me. He's got to rein me your, in. The whole field can hear. reaction. I was, I was like, are we five? Yeah, you're 10. I, you know, like you're 10 years old. You can't let the ball get hit one foot and give up a, a home run, you know, a four-base error. Nobody covered up. And so th- so these are kind of ridiculous stories. I'll tell you another one. So we're getting drilled, uh, and we have runners on first and second. Meanwhile, let me tell you this, too, by the way. Every, uh, I've, so I've got I'm a third, good one when you're done also. I, I'm third base coach, all right? So – uh, wild pitches, pass balls, the the ability to score from third is a big deal because the number of hits is minimal, right? Walks are a big yep. deal. This is the first year that kids are pitching for anybody out there who remembers that. The num- you know, well, the, and you got to be aggressive. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's super to be aggressive if you're going to score at all. Yeah, so uh, we have not gotten an out at home plate on a pass ball or a wild pitch all year, by which I mean the catcher gets it, ball bounces back, fortunately grabs it, makes the tag. I, I feel like every, every backstop, the ball immediately comes roaring back to the teams that we're playing against. We have not gotten an out at home plate. We, I've been aggressive. We're probably scoring on you know 85% of the time that I send the guys, but we get tagged out every now and then. So – but we teach the kids to take secondary leads, right? So I'm the third base coach. So one of our kids is taking a secondary lead on first base, but he's got a runner in front of him at second, right? So he can't go anywhere, but we're like, hey, take a secondary lead. You know, there could be a bad – you can't run in this league until the ball crosses the plate. So you can't steal, right? You have to keep a foot on the base. Like, that's that's the rule. But I'm like, hey, we want to teach a secondary lead, but we don't want – to go so far off the base that we're just daring a catcher to throw it down to the base and get us out, right? And so, right. and so, uh, oh, embarrassment when that happens. Yeah, oh yeah. On Saturday, we're getting blown out. It's like twelve nothing or whatever, and we have two people on base. So I'm like, hey, maybe we're going to be able to get a you know run at least. And our kid at first base is like, you know, just dancing off the base, and the catcher just pops up and throws it to first. And gets him out, right? And so uh, he comes running off the field, you know, the inning's over or whatever. And I'm like, hey, 
what were you thinking? That's almost the exact way that I just said it to you. I'm just like, because I'm just trying to figure out, you know, because he can't go anywhere. There's a runner on second in front of him. And he just immediately starts to cry. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't even know what to do with that. Like, I, I, you know, like, I, I did it. I, I, all I said was, hey, yeah. what are you thinking in the same voice that I'm using right now? And then he just starts to cry. And I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't even know what to do. You know, my 10-year-old's on the team. And, like, after every game, I'll be like, hey, was I, uh, was I too easy? Was I too hard on? Because I try to, t- you know, treat all of the kids exactly like I would treat my 10-year-old, right? So if my 10-year-old had gotten picked off first base, my first you thing would I would say, yeah, like, hey, what were you thinking? Like, just take me through, you know, your thought process here so that we can try to figure out how to fix, you know, this clear error. But, and, and then, by the way, some of the umpiring is just so bad. Like, there were five blown calls by one of the umpires on the field. We were getting drilled. So I and the, the I mean, umpire is probably, what, 14 years old? Yeah, I, I, well, he had a month. I, I, I don't know how. I mean, I think he was, yeah, sometimes. Like, some guys are old. Like, I, I don't know, but, like, I really feel like on a lot of some of these times, some of the times the umpires are really good, but we had a guy miss five calls, like really bad missed calls. And you're like, well, do you really make it a big deal with the umpire or not? You know, like, yeah, so all, all that, of this, that's tough. all of this, that's a, that's a tough one. And a lot of the umpires know me, right? They listen to the show. So I'm like, I'm not just yeah. a totally anonymous uh, you know, normal dad or whatever. So I haven't really talked much to the umpires this year. A couple of years ago, I think you heard. Well, you've seen me go off on an umpire in oh, co-ed, yeah. and, co-ed and kickball. And kickball. Yeah. yeah, co-ed kickball. We were before, participants in that league. I, I've only gotten mad. I've gotten mad at basketball referees because some of them are truly awful. But uh, for coaching, but I've only a couple of years ago I got mad at a uh, at a baseball referee because he he totally blew a call. I had a perfect view of it, and I was like, hey, you know, as I was jogging off the field after. The inning ended I was like hey you missed that one just you know kind of if you got another bang bang call you know maybe even it out a little bit and uh and in his response the 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 umpire's response was I don't care <laughs> <laughs> and I was like of anything I just can't that, wait until you get run out of a game that, that's, oh, that's gonna be I haven't I haven't ever have me on next morning show I haven't, ever been, I haven't ever been tossed, but that's the closest I've ever been because the, the umpire said, I don't care. And I, I just stopped and I'm like, did you say, did you just say you didn't care? And he was like, yeah, man, I don't care. And I was like, no, 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 You are like, they're, it's not volunteer umpires. Like they are being paid, You're paid to, you get paid to do the job. And I'm like, oh, this is like. Uh, you know, like, and so I stop and I'm saying, that's the worst what, thing. That's the worst. The thing only thing like, Hey, that's I saw point. it different. You know, uh, I understand your art. Like there are a lot of different things you could, like he was totally missed a call. Right. I mean, I had a perfect view on it. He missed the call and uh, it was right at third base. Like he was behind the play, right? There's only two umpires on the field. I was standing at third base, like literally as the third base coach, right on top of that play. It wasn't even that close. The, the slide was in tag was not even really ever applied and uh and so i'm like he missed you know like it's totally safe and so as i'm jogging off you could say a lot of things to me i don't care is not the answer you want to hear from somebody who's being paid to do any job right i don't care what you're doing like if uh if you are being compensated for a job and i would say this you know to my own kids when they get old enough to have jobs the one thing you should do is care about trying to do the best job that you can everybody makes mistakes but i don't care yeah 
I was like, oh, this is and, – and eventually, like, uh, eventually they had to uh, – the, uh, the coach had to come out and be like, hey, let's let's get back to the – because I was just standing there. I'm like, you yeah. can't say shock, – Shock you didn't do enough to get tossed in that moment because I, I would have had a negative reaction. Uh, to that one, real, real, but the balancing act is just how it. much. The, the, what I'm getting at here is how much do you like? I don't want to get run 35 to three. Like that's kind of I don't care. Like as your competitive spirit, like you shouldn't want to get run like that. But simultaneously, like what do you say to the kids because you don't want them to be like you know hate baseball because they have a, a tough year in little league like i don't know it's a tough balancing act and also the age factors in because at 9 10 you're closer to like a teenage level where i think you would acknowledge by the time you get to be like 12 13 like you start to dial up the competition level and also oh, you're yeah. getting you know like so but 9 10 is kind of right on that hybrid level where you're not five or six but also you know you're you're not 13 so how do you balance it out i mean i, I sit around thinking about this stuff way too much probably well, when you get 12 or 13, you don't have to care as much about winning or losing for your kids or for the, for the players you're coaching. They care at that point, right? They want to do a good job. They want to win. So you don't have to convince them of that. Uh, you know, with five or six, five and six year old uh, T ball softball that I'm coaching right now, a lot of it's teaching the rules, but a lot of it is also. To me, making them understand that they are losing, yeah. right? Or they are winning because they're all looking at the scoreboard now that we have scoreboard. Yeah, and, right. and they'll be like, uh, you know, Coach Chad, why are we down 14 to 4? And I want to look at them and say, because you suck. And the other team's really good. <laughs> I don't tell them that, but I do say, well, you know, they're playing a lot better than us. That, that's yeah. why. How did they yeah. make five more runs that last inning? It's because you weren't paying attention to Coach Chad, yeah. is what I want to tell are them. You the if you coach? were, we would have done better. I'm an assistant coach, but I, yeah. I'm out in the field. So, uh, you know, we have the ability. I can run everywhere. Uh, so I'm, like, running into the outfield. I'm running up the shortstop and third yeah. baseman before each pitch. Yeah, when you're young, you can have multiple coaches lined up yeah. on the field so we, to help have, them get have, in the right spot. I'm, I'm on the left side of the field. We have a coach on the right side of the field. Uh, and then, of course, we have, you know, someone behind home plate. And then when they're – I'm basically the first or third base coach. Uh, when they're batting. But one real quick story, because you'll get a kick out of this about not paying attention. Uh, we have a girl on our team playing left field, sweet girl, but gets bored very easily. And I think she's one of the five-year-olds on our team. And she always looks at me and says, I'm bored, over and over again. Every time she's in the field, I'm bored. And she's playing left field. And I look at her, and let's just say her name's Michaela. That may or may not be her real name. Yeah. And I say, Michaela, you have to treat every pitch like the ball's about to be hit to you. And I bet the way this team has been hitting, this is a really good team, I bet the way they've been hitting, they're going to hit it to you on this play. On that pitch, the ball comes screaming at her in left field. I look over, and she has her glove off on her other hand, twirling it in the air, (laughs) not looking at where the ball is going. And I am screaming at her to run down the ball. And she is running at a very slow pace to the ball all the way to the fence picks it up, will not throw it back in. And I am just hovering over her. I, I look like Peyton Manning in that SNL sketch where he's yeah, telling right. the, little, uh, the little kid to block. Yeah. You know, I'm like, throw it, throw it. Just yelling at her right there, throw it to the pitcher. And finally she does. But the other parents get a kick out of watching me because I don't do a good job of hiding my uh, emotional reaction to plays, good or bad, yeah. when I'm in the field. So you'll see me drop my head at times. <laughs> When someone's not paying attention, and just uh, be look the look of total dejection, and then there's times when they do something that I say, 
and doing well, and I'm, I'm very excited on the play also. So that's, that's the good and the bad of coaching little kids. Um, I want to bring you back for another segment, but uh, I went to, and I talked about this early in the show, I went to the Nashville Sounds AAA Stadium. They have basically opened back up all of Nashville. Dub, you were saying uh, you were out some over the weekend, and I mean, it looks like Las Vegas in Nashville, right? I mean, people are just out like crazy. Yeah, I was driving home from dinner last night uh, going down to Mumbrian, which is a popular uh, strip in Nashville with a bunch of bars, and it was a madhouse. Yeah, I mean, just pure bedlam. Uh, we had a, uh, a a live band performing in my neighborhood on Saturday. I put up the video, like an 80s band, and there were like, you know, probably four different bands. They had a stage. There were like over a thousand people at this thing. It was awesome. Perfect weather here on Saturday. There wasn't, a, I haven't seen a mask anywhere in like the state of Tennessee in a long time now. But then I went to this Nashville Sounds game, and Withrow, you and I went to well, a couple of different events. We went to the college basketball, the Tennessee-Kansas game, and we went to Tennessee-Alabama in uh, in Knoxville as well last season during the mask universe. You also went to Titans games, NFL stadium, where you had to wear a mask. I can't tell you how great it felt yesterday afternoon. By the way, Christian Yelich was, uh, was playing for the Nashville Sounds. He's on rehab right now, uh, a rehab assignment, getting ready for, uh, for his return. It's back to normal. Right. And, and I know we've had this conversation before, but in the wake of the CDC, Walmart, Publix, uh, Trader Joe's, Costco, like all these big retailers that a lot of people go to on a day to day basis have essentially said, hey, there's no more mask requirement in any of our stores. Isn't it time right now, pastime even for every sports uh, stadium to be just 100 percent open? Yeah, I, I think it is uh, a pastime for that to happen. I, I think it's it's hopefully going to happen very soon. I was actually out Friday night downtown Nashville for for a birthday dinner, and it was weird walking up to the hostess stand uh, and seeing the hostess without a mask on. Oh yeah, and we even commented on it, and and, and she said, "Yeah, it's great that I get to actually see people's faces as they walk through a restaurant again." Right. But I, I don't think things are back to normal yet, Clay, for this reason. Nothing is back to normal until we stop talking about masks, period. And and the fact that we're talking about how great it is to see people without a mask on tells me that it's not back to normal yet. I wonder so until, on some level. Until, until that's not a weird thing. Do you get my point? Like, it's weird that that's weird. I think to some people, people are just without not a going. Mask on is strange. I think there are a lot right? of people out there that are going to stick to masks. Like, so I don't know yeah. that we're ever going to have – and, I mean, depending on what city you're in, depending on what state you're in, I think there is all, always going to be – it's going to be a minority of people, but I think they are going to be the extreme virtue signaling community. And, look, I remember seeing this every now and then because it used to be common to wear masks and maybe still is long before the United States ever did it or certainly Western democracies did it. But lots of China – you know, sort of Chinese uh, – I think – Asian countries in general, right? Uh, it seemed to me that every now and then you would see somebody in a mask on an airplane flight, right? Or if you were flying internationally, yep. some of the Asian countries had already started to do masks. And I always remember thinking, wow, that just makes me feel so strange to see someone traveling in a mask. I think there's going to be a subset. It may be 15, maybe 20% of people in the United States that stick to masks. Like as a virtue signaling almost personal brand choice 
I think that it's going to be a very long time. And I think there will be arguments this winter about, uh, hey, should we all wear masks during cold and flu season? I, I think there's going to be a certain segment of the population that continues to wear them. I'll ask you about that, but uh, also want to dive into uh, into the NBA playoffs. How much interest do you have in that? NHL playoffs going on and uh, college baseball. Uh, a lot of interest, uh, some interesting uh, series going on there as well. We'll discuss all that and more still to come uh, with Chad Withrow. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be so many Little League coaches out there reacting to that segment. So many unbelievable Little League stories in general. Uh, talking with Chad Withrow at the Chad Withrow Outkick 360 uh, every single day, 12 Eastern, 11 Central, uh, 10 Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. We are rolling through, as I said, the Monday edition of the program. How much interest, Withrow, do you have in the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs since they are – either underway in the NHL or about to begin, I guess, tomorrow night, I think. Make sure on that dub. I think Tuesday, Wednesday, the NBA playoffs, these play-in scenario games are going on. Do you find yourself having very much interest in either of these leagues? You know, I watched uh, quite a bit of the Islanders-Penguins yesterday um, on NBC and and was into that overtime game. And and that that felt like a normal, uh, you know, NHL playoff game. So I guess whatever level of interest I have in the NHL playoffs every year, I have about the same about this year. The NBA playoffs, the the, the seven versus eight, nine versus ten play-in. I like the concept of bringing March Madness to the NBA tournament. Yeah, right. That you have uh, the I, I, baseball is different because it's a 162 game season, so it made it a little bit uh, stranger. But I did like the, the one-game play-in in baseball also for that reason because you kind of throw everything out there. But then you see that you know there's ways that you can lose and then you go to another game and then you can win that one yeah. and get into the big tournament. Uh, that's a little funky. I, I mean, I, I, I'm going to watch it. I watched a lot yesterday of uh, the Grizzlies and Warriors playing for the 8 or 9 seed in that game, which that worked out well for the NBA where it came down to the last game of the regular season. And it was just a, a win, and one team was eight, and then the loss, and one team was the nine seed. I'm going to watch the play-in games, but it's really matchup dependent at this point, right? I mean, I, I don't know 
you know, I don't know that I care enough about the Utah Jazz as a one or a two seed or the Phoenix Suns a one or a two seed, depending on who they're playing. If it's the right matchup, then I think I'll pay more attention. I want to see how the Knicks perform in the playoffs because it's been so long since they've been relevant. Yeah, But, you know, outside of those types of teams, I, I don't know that I've got a ton of interest in the NBA this year. Uh, Dub, correct me if I'm right about this. I think the way it's set up for this play-in scenario is, and you may know also with Roe, we talked about this in the first hour, but it's a little bit challenging for a lot of people, so I'm trying to kind of set the table. Seven and eight play against each other. Nine and ten play against each other. Whoever loses the 9-10 game is eliminated, right? They're yes. out. Yeah. Whoever wins the 7-8 game is the 7 seed. And then whoever loses that 7-8 game plays the winner of the 9-10 game. And whoever wins that game is uh, the 8 seed. So if you are, for instance, the Lakers, they would have to lose to the Golden State Warriors and then they would have to lose to whoever wins the 9-10 in order for their season to be out. Basically, you have to lose two straight games, and if you're the 9-10 game, you have to win two straight to make it, right? Am I, am I summarizing that correctly uh, for everybody out there? You, you nailed it. That's, that's exactly how it works. And I think that's going to be confusing to a lot of people because we just haven't seen it before. And to your point, it's not quite March Madness style. I guess it is for the 9-10 uh, because whoever loses that game is done. And obviously, if you're in the 9-10 game, you have to win two in a row in order to advance to a seven-game series. And I will just tell you this right now, uh, Adam Silver is not allowing the the Lakers to lose. I mean, I would bet almost every spare dollar I have that the Lakers are not going to lose two games and suddenly be out of the playoffs because there's too much money at stake for the Lakers and for LeBron James to not even make the official seven-game playoff. So I would, I, I, you know, like whatever spare dollar I have, I would put on the line. You can grab this audio in the event that it actually happens and the Lakers end up losing two games, but I think the chances of that happening are virtually zero. Like there's no way that they're going to allow that to occur. While it would be terrible financially for the NBA – if the Lakers lost two games and didn't make the actual playoff tournament of the, of the NBA, would it would it lend yourself? Would it lend you to have more respect for the league and for the NBA? If They're going to bring Withrow. They will bring in Tim Donahue out of retirement in the fourth quarter <laughs> if the Lakers are in danger, and he will bring full on. Sa- sorry, Sacramento fans. It'll be Game Six of the uh, of the Kings against the Lakers inexplicable call after inexplicable call to do whatever it takes to ensure that the Lakers are able to uh, are able to advance I mean it the the fi- I, I feel in many ways like the NBA is a lot in common with the WWE where you know it's just like there's so many makeup calls every single like the the players are always you know discussing calls with the officials and the officiating always turns into a big story in a way that doesn't they can change really common occur. fouls yeah and <laughs> any mean, other any other weird the review of a no, common foul yeah there's nothing else that's even similar it is very WWE like um, I got to tell you in general when it comes to uh, to making sense of it all uh, by the way. Uh, College World Series is going to be beginning in earnest in a you know another couple of weeks, but college baseball pretty entertaining, right? I mean, especially in the SEC, 
if you're looking for a high-level intensity sport right now. So, you know, Tennessee and Arkansas played over the weekend. Yeah. That was number four Tennessee in the country versus number one Arkansas. The, the biggest series of the weekend, the, for sure, in college baseball. Um, I've never been a big college baseball fan. Now, you mentioned WWE, and I will say this. There is a an almost a UFC Dana White type quality to college baseball because all these teams just talk trash to each other nonstop. You've yeah. got Tony Vitello of Tennessee starting a, a fight after the game with his former boss at Arkansas, the head coach there. Then he talks about it in the press conference like he's Dana White. said, yeah, I said something that uh, that's about off-the-field stuff that I probably shouldn't have had at the moment, but I had to tell the coach what I thought about him. You know, after the game, saying that's yeah. the press conference. So there is elements of that, that that's attractive uh, for a sports fan or a fan of just entertainment in general. But the fact that you have those two teams playing and only one of those games is on television, not streaming, but on television, I think it's bad for the sport. I don't think it's going to be anything more than a niche sport as long as you have a situation like that that, that happens with those two teams playing in such a meaningful series. Chad Withrow, fantastic stuff as always. We will talk to you next week. Appreciate uh, all the time. Good luck with the team. Always enjoy it, Clay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. See you next week. Yeah. Good, good, good luck to you, too. Hopefully uh, you win 35-3 to 3 at the next week. I just, I just want to win a game. That's all we need. Team needs to get a dub. Uh, when we come back, we'll dive into the third hour of the show. Outkick writer Bobby Barak scheduled to join us. We'll also talk a little bit about the NHL and the NBA playoffs. Another wacky year. Not a bubble, but kind of close to it in terms of a different feel than what is normally the case. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.